Congratulations, you are tuned into the number one podcast where life has no limits. Your host, Joan Kaler, is the founder of Joan Kaler Counseling and Consulting International. Joan consults with clients around the world to help them reach their full potential with emotional freedom techniques, chakra balancing, and cognitive behavior therapy. Joan is a sought-after speaker, trainer, and consultant. Now, here is Joan. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Life Without Limits, where there are no limits to what you can achieve. This is part two of Melody's Miracle. Melody is joining us again, and she's going to talk about how she fought back from this horrific car accident that she was in in 2016. Oh, Melody, you're in the hospital. What do the doctors, what are the doctors telling you? Well, initially, they, you know, they were just bustling around and, and um, I just kept saying, you know, I can't feel my arm. They can't feel my arms. And it just became uh, chaos, basically. It was, um, hang on just one second, Joan. Melody is going to describe the chaos of the emergency room at the hospital. So, yeah, there were just people coming and going. And shortly after I arrived there, my pastor um, was there. So I guess what had happened is once they got a hold of my husband, my husband called and said, could you please go to the hospital? Um, Because my husband was um, about an hour away. And so he needed to, he wanted someone to be there. And initially they were just, you know, checking things out and doing things. And then the paramedics were telling them that I hadn't lost sensation. And then it was just chaos. It was like people running, moving me, getting me into a CT scan, doing all of these things. And I just remember being so overwhelmed, just feeling like, what is what is going to happen? What what is going on? And just that sense of of fear and um, denial that whew, that I you know wasn't <laughs> wasn't capable of moving. And at that point, I still didn't have sensation. Um, thankfully, what had happened um, was that. Basically, I had gotten a, um, a compression of my spinal cord. I was not, it was not severed. Um, but I spent um, a couple weeks in inpatient rehab. And the other thing we realized, which we didn't realize until actually I was in rehab, was that um, I had a traumatic brain injury. And we didn't realize that at first. And then when I was in rehab, probably the second day of being in inpatient rehab, and they handed me something that I was supposed to read. And I just looked at it and said, I can't, I don't know what that is. I can't read that. I can't read it. And I mean, I knew that some of it was letters, but mostly it just looked like black, blurry pieces of lines um and then we started the process of realizing all of the other things that had occurred 
during the accident. Authorize me or all these different things. And um, I just remember laying there and having to rely on other people <clears throat> to turn me, to lift me up, to move me from one side of bed to the other. And just that sensation of that heaviness that I couldn't feel the sensation, but I just, just that heaviness of, of heart and heaviness of body and, and thinking, is this, is this now it, is this my new normal? Mm -hmm. Is this now, am I going to be the person that needs to have care? And it was pretty daunting to just think that I was now going to need to be cared for in addition to someone having to take care of my responsibility of taking care of my son and my other two children and my father who I took care of, you know, now somebody was going to take care of me. So it was just a lot of, of pressure and fear, I guess, of thinking, how is this all going to work? And so I was in the hospital for a few days and then I did start to get sensation back, but I didn't have movement. So I could feel things, but I had very little movement. And they decided that I should be admitted to the inpatient rehab. So that's where I went next. And I spent about 10 days inpatient rehab. Um, we worked on sitting up. <laughs> we worked on, um, I needed to have people feed me initially. Um, we worked on walking eventually. Um, I had a lot of, I walked with a walker. I made it to that point before I left the hospital that I had gone to the point that I could walk with a walker. Um, and then I was realizing that I, um, while I was in inpatient rehab that I couldn't read. And that's when they realized that the brain injury had occurred as well. And so um, I spent, well, I'm still, I'm still doing therapies now, three and a half years later. Um, but I did a lot of intensive physical therapy, occupational therapy. I had a lot of um, balance issues, of course, related to the spinal cord injury and the brain trauma. Um, and so spent a number of, after I was discharged from the hospital, then the outpatient rehab journey started. And that was intensive physical therapy, occupational therapy, vision therapy. Um, I had sound awareness issues with um, the brain injury. So it was really challenging for me to be in situations where there was noise. So I had to do spe special therapies with that as well. Um, I am happy that now I can read. Um, I, it is no longer something that I do for pleasure as it was. Um, that was kind of my go-to. I was a, a read a book in a, in an afternoon kind of person. Wow. And now I, um, I can read. I can decipher the words. I know what they say. Um, depending on if I'm fatigued or not, it still can be challenging to read. Um, and like I said, it's not my go-to anymore, but I've learned that if I listen to a book um, audibly and then 
read it either after or along with, then then I'm able to, you know, get the information. So that's probably been, that actually has been one of the biggest losses. I know that sounds probably kind of strange, but that was such a joyful thing for me. I've always been a reader since I was a small child. And so that's one of the things that I I do miss, but onward and upward. (laughs) And when just we'll pray. Continued prayers for you always, Melody. Thank you. Always. Yes. I want to tell our listeners and viewers that I met Melody when I went up to an event in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, Dan McPherson's Leaders Must Lead and Dreams Are Real. And I want to tell you, this woman is vivacious. She's full of life, full of energy. She dances. She hops around. <laughs> By profession, Melody is a speech pathologist. So in addition to her profession and then caring for her children, oh my gosh, this whole thing, whole thing, whole this trauma that she lived through, survived, fought back, and she's now created her own company. Mm -hmm. Big surprise. (laughs) Yeah. For caregivers. Melody, tell us about your company, what you do now. Okay. Well, um, my company is called Rise Up Care and Wellness. And Rise Up is an acronym that stands for Refresh, Inspire, Support, Empower, Uplift, and Prepare caregivers for their caregiving journey. So I work specifically, um, my main target audience is caregivers, and I do speaking, um, consulting, coaching, education of caregivers related to self-care, because one of the things I found out when I needed a caregiver, it really made me realize how important caregiving is, because I was relying on this person to come and take care of me and make sure that my needs were met, And because I didn't always take very good care of myself when I was a caregiver, all of a sudden started thinking, you know, I really want this person who's coming to take care of me Uh to be in, you know, uplifted and I want them to be energetic and I want them to have taken good care of themselves so they can give me the best they have to give. And that made me go, Oh, aha, this is something Mm -hmm. I need to reach out to caregivers. Because like I said, even after the accident, my first thought went to the person I care for, which was not, I mean, my son is where it went. I care for obviously lots of other people, but that was the person who I primarily was responsible for. Um, And so I realized that caregivers need to learn about taking care of themselves. And there's my, one of my favorite quotes, it's by Rosalind Carter. And she says, there's four kinds of people in this world. Those who have been caregivers, those who are currently caregivers, those who will be caregivers, and those who will need a caregiver. Wow. So that's pretty much everybody out there. Yep. And I even go as far as saying the most important person you will ever provide care to is yourself for the practice of self-care. And so I just, I mean, I just light up when I talk about self-care and and the things that I'm able to do now through my business. Um, I just really want to encourage people who are caregivers that you are important. It is important to take time for yourself. You need to charge your batteries. Life is too short to live on empty and too short to have your batteries drained all the time. You need to... You know, keep on going and find that joy in your journey, 
you know? So that's what I've gotten out of this whole process. You are so, you're such an amazing soul. You are so inspiring. It is just an honor to know you. I want to tell we bebopped around Ann Arbor together. <laughs> yes, we did. We were car buddies. Yeah. <laughs> and so much fun with her. And I went, the world has got to hear your story. I'm not letting you out of this car. <laughs> she was the driver, but I. Yes. <laughs> so it's just such a pleasure. I'm going to list the Melody's information in the description on iTunes, but Melody, tell people how they can find you because, hey, anybody out there that wants a keynote speaker, call, get in touch with Melody (laughs) because you can't find a more inspirational, enthusiastic speaker on this front. Now, I'm pretty, well, that's not about that. (laughs) We can tag team. All Mel- Melody, what is your contact information? For my contact information, my Instagram is at Rise Up Care and Wellness. And my email is riseupcareandwellness at gmail.com. Beautiful. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, Rise Up Care and Wellness. Um, and I'm working on my website <laughs> right now. Um, and that is, um, now I'm going to forget it. Sorry, brain injury okay. moment. Sometimes those okay. things just we'll disappear. Find- We'll find um, it's riseupcareandwellness.com. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. See, there's, there's, there's definitely residuals, but you know, we find our strategies to deal with those too. Wow. So contact Melody for information on self-care. Yes. For uh, an inspirational keynote speaker. Yes. Just contact her to have fun. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I love the chance to consult with people, you know, help them figure out some strategies for taking care of themselves. Um, and mm-hmm. even things like, you know, how do I know if my loved one needs care? Because I, I uh, have done that for a lot of years too, because I took care of my dad also when he, as he was aging. So Bottom line is Melody's been on both sides. She yes. is a caregiver and she has been forced due to the accident to receive care. So she knows both ends of this. Yes. Yeah. Marvelous. Marvelous. And then of course you all know how to find me, joankaler.com for emotional freedom techniques, for virtual consulting, for chakra balancing, and now feng shui. Yes. Face clearing. I'm always involved in something interesting for sure. But Melody, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Oh, we are going to stay connected for sure. But I want to thank everybody who's listening, who's watching. Share this with a friend. Share this with (laughs) a loved one and rate it on iTunes. And I thank you so much everyone for listening and watching until next time there are no thank you so much you can achieve thank you melody contact joan at joankaler.com for training speaking or consultation follow joan on facebook twitter and linkedin remember to share what you learned today with others because there are no limits to what you can achieve